So, hostels. A hostel is a hotel, but it's not really a hotel. There's an S in there. <laughs> there's a... There's a <laughs> they put an S in there okay. for I'm not no reason. Do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what what is the difference actually? So I think what defines a hostel is the fact that you share a room most of the time. I know that hostels usually sell private rooms that are a little more expensive, but it's supposed to be a cheaper option. Than getting a hotel and what you do i mean the reason they're so much cheaper is because like obviously you share a room with a bunch of other people you can choose i know that some hostels have female dorms and male dorms and then usually the cheapest option is like the, the mixed dorm the co-ed dorm and i know that a lot of people are um kind of nerve i've never met anyone who has not been in a hostel that was not like terrified of the idea of staying in a hostel. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It definitely like seemed pretty sketch to me the first time around. I mean, it's still somewhat sketch, right? Like you want to obviously protect your things that you're bringing with you. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, of course. And I know it's a little bit different of of an experience for us, you know, like, you know, men staying in a hostel rather than like a single female traveler or something staying in a hostel. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You and I, I mean, we've stayed in dozens of hostels. I've been in, I, I can't even remember how many hostels I've been in. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, some I, very large, very, very nice. Some very small and cramped, some with bars, some that are just little rooms. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a whole different, there's a, there's a bunch of different types of hostels, but I've noticed that they always fall under two categories. Mm-hmm. There's like party hostels and then there's not party hostels, I guess. <laughs> and then, like the not party hostels will make it known. Like they'll make it very explicitly clear, like no alcohol, no partying, you know, silent hours. And uh, it's kind of obvious which is which when you book it, because I mean, I was looking, I was actually kind of curious and I was looking at hostelworld.com. We're not sponsored by hostelworld.com, but if you're staying in a hostel or you want to find a hostel, hostelworld.com is like like the best way to go about it. Mm. And I've noticed that the, the party, the quote unquote party hostels that they have, will explicitly in like all caps letters be like this is a party hostel if there's noise after 10 p.m like go stay in another hostel if that's (laughs) going to bother you then like they'll literally be like go somewhere else instead of coming here and then complain to us yeah it makes sense they're trying to they're trying to (laughs) make some money off of that liquor license or you know however that that works i'm sure (laughs) that's that's the appeal um yeah and they want i mean they want to advertise it and they want to bring in the people who want to party. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. And usually, I mean, yeah, usually they have bars, every party hostel I think I've ever been to, unless they were in a small city, there's been some cities I, I went to that didn't host them, but just about every like quote unquote party hostel I've ever been into was partnered up with some bar crawl. Yeah. And every, every hostel yeah. I've ever been in, I think I've had a good experience to be honest. I mean, like, of course, you you get there and somebody comes in at 3 a.m. because they, their flight was that late. Or there's people that are, like, drunk and they wake you up in the middle of the night and they come in and they turn the light on. And, you know, I mean, I've had, I've had bad experiences in a hostel like that, like trouble sleeping, I think. But mm-hmm. um, altogether, I think... You know, I've had, I have a pretty good impression on hostels. I, I really enjoy staying at them. It's fun. It, it feels like it's almost like camping. You know, <laughs> you have this like discomfort, a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of like danger. It's a bit rugged. You know, there might be like a wild bear that comes out and, and rips up your tent. You know, there might be someone that tries to steal your, your stuff, <laughs> which has never happened. I've, I mean, I've gone camping and I've stayed in a lot of hostels and that's never happened, but you know, <laughs> like it, there's always that risk. 
I did. Yeah, I guess there was a a theft or a mugging app. It was outside of the hostel, and it might have been a couple of blocks away. But a girl at the hostel I was staying at once. Um, she got her, I think, her phone and wallet taken. But it wasn't in the Do you hostel. Remember where that was? It was in Rome. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We I've were, never been to Rome, so it's a big city, and I mean, it is. It, I mean, my experience. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be offensive or anything, but it's just my experience. It was. It was a little little rough around the edges, <laughs> but a little sketchy. A little sketchy. You had to you had to mind yourself for sure. I mean, that was uh, mm. there were street lights. People were out. There were people in every bar, and that's probably why um, this this person kind of got away with it. I mean, there's so many people around. He just ran up, like yanked her stuff out of her hands, really, and then just mm-hmm. sprinted off. And I mean, it's like. I mean, you could you could chase him, I suppose, or tell the police. But at, at a certain point, you know, um, I think if it it wasn't like a violent crime, um, it's obviously horrible. But like, um, I guess since there were so many people around, it it wasn't a violent crime. But he he was able to <laughs> engineer that perfect getaway for that theft. But um, but otherwise, I mean, so the hostel itself there um, was pretty nice. And it was a party hostel, and there was a pub crawl associated, um, and there was a bar in the in the like I think it was like a split level basement bar. Really cool, and I met mm. all kinds of cool people there. It never felt never felt unsafe or weird in the hostel itself. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, those were kind of those were definitely my favorite places at the time to go. There was even a time that I was at the end of the study abroad. I think it was 2018 Mm -hmm. and it was the end of the semester. So it was like my second semester having gone and my parents actually came up to come visit me and they wanted to, you know, they'd never been to like mainland Europe before. I think they'd been to the UK, but I don't think they'd at that point in time, they hadn't been to like Germany or Austria or anything. Mm-hmm. So I, we rented a car and we drove around and the the last night we were in Dublin. So it was like the last weekend and I'd never been in Dublin before. So we all went to Dublin and we were going to fly out, I think like transfer to London and then go back home. And it was a Saturday and I think we left on Sunday or Monday and they had rented this hotel that was like a, a few, like a bus drive. It was out of the city. So we spent the entire day going through. We went to the Guinness factory. We, <laughs> you know, traversed around. We went to the University of Dublin. It was awesome. And wow. there were so many people out. It was like a Saturday. And so there were so many people out. I mean, like crowding the streets. Everybody was laughing, having a good time. It was my last night in Europe. I didn't know when I was going to be back. So we took the bus and we went to this hotel and, it was our last night, so they got a pretty good hotel. It was it was really nice and we had a nice dinner and and I like I was like sitting there and, and we were eating dinner and <laughs> I went out that day and I was like, Man, man, it's my last night and I actually left the hotel and I, I took a bus and I went downtown and I found like the most centrally located, like ten dollar a night hostel. <laughs> that was clearly a party hostel. I had like a bar downstairs. Everybody was crowding around. Oh, yeah. And I got a bed and I got a bed there and I like left the hotel and I went and I stayed at that hostel. And I think I went on a a pub crawl and it was probably one of the coolest <laughs> nights that I had and I met and a so bunch you, of people uh, and You think you went on a pub crawl? That means you definitely went on a pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> it was really rough and yeah. <laughs> I mean I told them I was like I was like, don't be mad, but I think I'm going to try to, you know, have, have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of fun before I go home. And yeah. And I mean, they were like cool with it and, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of felt bad because I think they got me a hotel room, but that's whatever. Yeah. I I mean, those experiences, man, I, I will say again, I know I said like it was rough in Rome, um, I saw some things for sure, <laughs> even in the daylight. It's yeah. just a big city, you know. But um, mm-hmm. 
I like the pub crawl, man. It was crazy. I met people from, okay, that that's, that's maybe where I want to go. Like, so on this pub crawl, <laughs> people from New Zealand, from Australia, um, from like different countries in, uh, Northern Europe. Um, there was some, some dudes from Egypt. Um, <laughs> like we were all on a pub crawl together, you know? And like, mm-hmm. that was, I think my first weekend out on our Austria trip was, uh, on that, my, my little trip to Rome. Um, and so, yeah, that was also my first hostel experience. And for my first hostel experience during that pub crawl in Rome meeting, like, I mean, dozens of people, I don't remember all their names, but I like, I mean, it was such a fun night and like, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that's a great way to do it. I don't know. Especially if you're younger, like, especially if you're in college, like if you're taking Mm -hmm. a study abroad, like, or if you're just on a trip, you know, um, <laughs> do mm-hmm. the party hall. Keep your wits about you and be careful, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, of course. It's a it's a great way to do it, man. I'll I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah. And I know some of them some of them feel a lot safer than others. And they usually have I mean, I know every hostel I've ever been into had a twenty four seven somebody at the front door. Yeah. Um yeah. they always right. have like little remote locks. They usually they'll usually have a bunch of security. I mean, it depends on where you go. I know maybe some smaller towns, smaller cities might be a little different, but especially in the big cities, they'll usually take some extra precautions to um, kind of protect your stuff. I mean, like I said, there's always like the risk of of people going and like stealing your stuff or whatever, but um, I think it's okay. I mean, I know everybody's not had a great experience and and you know a lot of but but a lot of people are just so afraid of it. And based on the amount of of fear that I think people have for it, I don't Mm -hmm. think it's, it's not like that. It's not like that bad, you know, as afraid if you're like one of the people who I'm never going to stay in a hostel because that's just like a nightmare to me, you know, it's, it's, it's really not that bad. Yeah. There's, Um, there's definitely, but you kind of have to have, you have to have like thick skin though. I will say you you do. Yeah, it is. You're right to compare it to camping as I mean, it's, there's some roughing it involved. There's some ruggedness involved, but I mean, and, and every, again, every hostel is different. The one I stayed at in Amsterdam, it was basically just a hotel with little tiny rooms. Um, right. And I mean, there was nothing wrong. With it. It, we, we cheated the system and put like five guys into a room meant for like maybe one. <laughs> and it was a tight <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> I maybe that can be our thumbnail for this episode. Um, if I have a picture of that hostel, but it was great. I mean, it was pretty central and you could see right out the window. I mean, Amsterdam is so beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Uh, I do want to say since I, since I've been dunking on Rome <laughs> this whole time, the, the place across the street from the hostel in Rome it was a little cafe and every morning, I mean, we we're on a party trip and every morning we'd roll out, we'd have breakfast, we'd get like, um, bottles of Chianti and like <laughs> get a little toasted before we like really went out. Um, and the, uh, there's this server there. Oh my gosh, dude. I can't believe I don't remember his name. I, I'll be able to think of it, but just the most like the kindest guy and we we went there the first morning or whatever and then we returned like every day after that because this dude was just the friendliest dude ever um he wasn't italian he's from somewhere else but um and then i specifically remember okay along with like some of the crazy stuff i saw in that city i remember we were sitting and eating at this cafe and this like this old woman walked by and I don't speak Italian, but I think she was saying like, she was going like, bello, bello, like, like handsome boy. And she like came up dude and like grabbed my, like pinched my cheeks. (laughs) She was like hobbling along and she went, she went, ah, bello, bello. And then like pinched my cheeks and like, and just smiled at me and then just kept walking. And I was like, 
that is like <laughs> the most wholesome interaction I've ever had with a human being. And that was also in Rome. So, I mean, I had to, I had to say that cause I, <laughs> I feel like I've been like making Rome out to be this awful. Oh, place. that's it's sweet. Not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That kind of sounds, I've, I've man. I had some really good experiences. That kind of reminds me of the experience I had in Budapest. I was staying at the Wombats Hostel, which Love was it. really fun. And uh, <laughs> and I did this. Uh, <laughs> did, the people next door. It was. It reminded me. It was this guy. They were. They were like bodybuilders. I think they were brothers <laughs> or something. They were. Cool. They were huge. I mean, they were like six foot five, giant guys in this like two story really cute terraced like botanical looking cafe really tiny it was like narrow but it was really high um of a ceiling and there was a nice like winding staircase that went up to the to the balcony terrace and the food was cheap and it was delicious and it was all like it was all like natural ingredients and Mm. like a lot of a lot of greenery and every single dish that you could order and they had plants everywhere and the guys that were running it were just so huge. <laughs> they were like these like giant, just like gentle Hungarian gentlemen. Yeah. And 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 I went there, I think I was only there for two days, but I went there and ate breakfast every day and it was really nice. It was like a it was just such like a nice, like safe feeling um little environment to be in and have breakfast. And um and I also remember with the uh, talking about the bar crawl, I mean, now we're just like storytelling, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, the, yeah. the guy, the guy at that uh, Budapest bar crawl, he was this. Um, there was like a hundred people. I'm not even exaggerating on this bar crawl. I mean, yeah, they get, tons and tons crazy. of people. They're really crazy. It was so, funny because when I was in Budapest, I actually ran into somebody there that I took classes with. Like we didn't organize together that we were going to go to Budapest that weekend. I went there by myself and I ended up running into like, like the guy that was in my program, like at the same exact place. And the guy who was running the, uh, bar crawl, he's like this 65 year old man. And he's like, all right, everybody, let's get everybody together. And <laughs> oh, God, I can't, I can't do the accent, but he, he had like a thick Wisconsin accent. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't do it. But, but he had this like high pitched voice, don't you know? Like, come on, everybody! Like, <laughs> and he, uh, and he was a really sweet guy, and and it was just so funny because we were we were Americans, so we were like, oh man, like you know, like like how'd you get this gig? Like you know, yeah, did you're this strange, strange looking. 65 year old man from Wisconsin is in Budapest, Hungary doing bar crawls for this hostel. And he said that he fell in love with a woman and, uh, he followed her. He was like, he's like, be careful with the women in, in, in Budapest, you know, you'll fall in love with them and they'll leave you. And he's like, I left everything. I, I followed her here to Hungary and, <laughs> and, uh, I think he got that job. I think he'd been doing that job for like 19 years or something like that. Must like um, it. Just doing the, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had a lot of fun, yeah. but she left him and, and he's just been doing it ever since he said, I think he said like after six months she left him and he'd been doing that job ever since. And funny enough, My. after that, in that same story or whatever, mm -hmm. I met this couple who we hung out with the entire time I was there. And uh, just another sort of like yeah, topic about hostels. Um, it was funny. I only hung out with these people for three days. They were staying at the same hostel as me. And, you know, we exchanged numbers and social medias and contacts and everything. And then funny enough, it was like five years later. Is this the, the English the couple? Yeah, yeah, that was them. And that was oh. that was on the same exact bar crawl. That's when I met them. That's so cool. And yeah, you I mean you think of it as like, oh yeah, it's you're just partying, it's a shallow experience. It's I mean, if you do you're gonna do other stuff than, <clears throat> than party when you're traveling like that. But yeah. It's definitely a really cool way to meet people. I well, hung out with them the entire yeah. time I was there. Oh yeah, dude, and and I mean partying 
like it doesn't mean sometimes I guess it does, but it doesn't always mean making a an ass of yourself, right? I mean, it right. like it's a great way to like make some genuine connections. I know um from that trip to Rome, right? It was like our like maybe it was our first month on that the program to uh, Austria and we went to Rome and then I know the people some of the people we met who were traveling like there were some Americans we met on that pub crawl and they passed through Salzburg and they like hit us up on Snapchat and we took them to O'Malley's and oh, yeah. like we took them out and stuff it was awesome and I mean it was a genuine I think there was like some 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 romance sparked between some of the people um on in our program and then some of the other Americans like mm-hmm. on that pub crawl and so that was kind of cool to see and I mean just seeing them again it was like whoa you're not you're like which I'm sure you had this experience like I met them in Rome on this pub crawl and then like oh they're in they're in my town now <laughs> they're in Salzburg mm-hmm. and uh it just I don't know it, it was it was really special it felt it made yeah. it so much more real. So I, I, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying about it's real, but it's surreal to like see those people again, especially after all that time. I can't imagine after five yeah. years bumping into these people. <laughs> it kind of goes to show that it's not just a, you know, and I mean, you have like fleeting, fleeting interactions with people in it, but I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of profound. Um, of a relationship that you, you kind of like get instantly with people that do it. And I will say, yeah, you know, as, as scared of you are, as scared of hostels as you might be, mm-hmm. it's kind of the cheat code to traveling. If you want to have a, like a rich experience when you travel and you want to share it with people. I mean, I've, I've gone alone. I've gone and stayed at, at little cabins on my own and I've traveled places on my own. I've, done a lot more than just stay in hostels. But I can honestly say that it is always better when you share it with somebody else. Yeah. And yep. for example, when my family took vacations, we would, we would go places. And, and I remember, I think I was a pretty extroverted kid and we would go, whether it was to the beach or to like the UK, like there was a few times when I was like, maybe like 17, like 16 or 17. And we would go to the UK and I would always break off and I would like try to make friends. I yeah. would try to like, you know, I was, I was really interested. We would pass these pubs and these like little, little cool places. And I think what the drinking age is like, what, 16 there for like beer or 18 or something like that. But, um, I think so I would go and I would try to kind of, I don't know. I I just was under the impression that you could just go up to people and, (laughs) and I was just, I I think maybe like confident enough to go up and and try to like make friends with people. So I would just go up to people and talk to them and I would, I would try to like befriend them. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that when you, when you try to make friends with people, when you're out, People will be nice and people, I think, were always nice. I don't think anybody was ever mean, but it was always like I was sort of an extra because they were a friend group. You know, they're out, they're doing their thing like they always do. And most of the time, I think like 99% of the time, they're not going to make room for you. But when you go to a hostel, and this was my experience in hostels, I've gone and stayed at hostels on my own so many times. And every single time, when you make a friend at a hostel, like you instantly have a connection because you're in the same situation. You know, it's not like when I was a kid and I was going up to people in bars that were already friend groups and they were already hanging out. They go to, they go to school together. When you're in a, when you're in a hostel, you kind of bond on the fact that you, neither of you guys are locals. Yeah. You're, you're, you're both only there for a, for a very short period of time. And you're trying to like make the most out of it <laughs> yeah. for like that period of time that you're there. And it's like, you know, when we split, we may never see each other again. There's kind of like that connection and it's awesome. And it makes them want to hang out with you and it makes you want to hang out with them. And, and it's always like a, it's a lot more permanent. It's a lot easier to do it that way because you're in the same situation. Totally. Totally dude. I mean, and a lot of times the hostel is sort of the, the quick stay. Um, and so it's like, 
you know, I'm just passing through. So maybe uh, like the other benefit or, or it's sort of the same benefit you're just talking about, but you're both not from there and you're both maybe not familiar. So, um, for example, I mean, um, like in Rome again, um, so there was this, this girl at the hostel we were staying at and she wanted to like, <laughs> she was, I mean, she was just joking obviously, but she's like, Oh, we should go try and like break into the Coliseum. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and like, it was like after the pub crawl, but we really just like went on kind of a night walk around the Coliseum and it was pretty cool. Um, and then I, Oh gosh, what city was this in? Um, this was in Belgium. Uh, we met this guy in our hostel and he like, he stuck with us the whole time. It, so there was a big group of us on spring break Yeah, who left Salzburg, went to, um, man, how'd we do it? We went to Amsterdam, then, uh, Brussels, then Paris, Marseille, and then back to Salzburg, I think is the trip we did. Um, yeah, so we're in Brussels and this, there's one other guy in this hostel. <laughs> it was the cheapest one and it was in like a dangerous part of town. So it was just one other dude. And he just like got absorbed into our friend group for the weekend. And it was so fun. Cause we were like, I was like, dude, well I'm in Belgium. Like I really want to go get some waffles. And he's like, yeah, I've been meaning to do that. <laughs> and he's like, this is the best place right here. Like we should go tomorrow. And so we all went and like, he went to the bars with us all weekend and, um, it was just a great time. And I mean, he was a character as well. Uh, I think he was originally from Africa and then, um, is now in like Ireland. Um, sweet dude though. <laughs> Crazy weekend. And yeah, that, I mean, if, if it were a hotel, right. Then we would have had our own room and like, maybe we would have bumped into that guy in the hallway or outside somewhere. And maybe we would have struck up conversation, but we were sleeping in the same room as this dude. So like, mm-hmm. of course we're going to talk to him or it's going to be weird, you know? And like, he's going to talk to us and we're all like, like what brought you here? So, I mean, really, man, that it's so true. What you say is so true. Um, it sort of forces you to open up into, uh, um, to kind of be social and you're all in that same yeah. vulnerable position. I love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of implied already just the fact that you're staying in a hostel. Yeah. You know, you don't, when you're in a hotel or, or just when you're out and about, you have no idea what everyone else's situation is. But when you specifically go to a hostel, everyone there is doing the <laughs> exact same thing. They're all there for the exact same reason. You don't have to, there, there's already like a level of communication that you don't have to, you don't have to like, like that small talk is already done because you, you know that you all have that in common. So it's a lot easier to make those connections, man. Yeah. The small yeah, were- talk, the small talk's really easy because of that, cause it's always, it's like, it starts off like, so where are you from? You know? And then it's like, okay, so then why the heck are you here? And like, what's bringing you through here? And it's always so interesting to, to, cause I mean, let's face it, man. It's not, it's not a boring person who ends up at the, the, the wombats hostel in Budapest. Right. It's like, <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's probably not going to be a boring person. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There was, um, there was a time that I think we went to Slovenia. Yeah. It was the time that Colton and I, a uh, kid from our study group in uh, Austria in 2018, we went to Ljubljana, Slovenia together on just like a whim. I think everybody else, I think that's the weekend that everybody else went to Croatia. Mm-hmm. And Sounds we right. ended up going to Slovenia together. And I didn't know anything about the place. I didn't know anything about Ljubljana. I didn't, I honestly, if you would have told me that Slovenia borders Austria, I would have been like, I have no idea what that is. I just was completely unaware of what we were getting into. And it was like one of the most charming cities i'd ever been to (laughs) it was like a little mini salzburg it was it was it had this tiny little old city with a little hill and a fort like this old castle that was on top of it and it was beautiful it was gorgeous and we ended up staying at a hostel our hostel was not a party hostel but we signed up for like a pub crawl and 
you know, we did that and we did the pub crawl and I, I don't know that we made any friends on the pub crawl, but at the hostel, it wasn't even a party hostel, but we had met these Austrians and uh, they were from Graz and they had like been there before. And we, I think we made small talk during breakfast or something. And we asked them like what they were doing for the rest of the day. And like, just on that note, just like mm-hmm. sitting there and having breakfast next to them, they were like, oh, we're going to go thrifting and we're going to go visit this little cafe that we love. And, mm. uh, they've been there before or something. And, um, and they asked us if we wanted to come with them. Yeah. No, that's not what happened. I remember. Okay. So we asked them what they were doing. They didn't ask us to come with them. We asked them what they were doing and it was, and like, that was it. And then we bumped into them. We were walking up the mountain to get to the castle. Like Colton and I, we were walking up the fortress and I think we were drinking a beer or something (laughs) and like snowballs started like coming at us out of nowhere. They were like coming from above (laughs) and these guys, there was four of them. And they were up on the top of <laughs> the castle. They were on the castle and they were throwing snowballs at us. Oh, and man. so we started throwing back. I actually took a video of it. <laughs> and they started throwing snowballs back at us or we started throwing snowballs back at them. And eventually we, you know, went up to the fortress and we met up with them and we introduced ourselves and officially and uh, and then they invited us to come with them and it was, it was really wholesome. And they were the only other people staying at that hostel at the time. And they took us to this beautiful thrift store. We went thrifting together. I think I got like a, this old leather backpack that was full of these like little voodoo dolls and it was really cute. <laughs> um, kind of creepy. And then we went to this, um, it was a cafe. It was this beautiful, beautiful cafe. It had like hammocks in it and all this like little entertainment stuff. It had um, these like comfy couches and comfy chairs and instruments it had like drums and guitars and, and a piano and stuff. Wow. And it you didn't pay for the coffee or the food. You paid for how long you were there. And there was a limit. Oh, yeah. I think the limit was something like, ten dollars or something like that or like eight dollars that was the limit of how much you could spend but you made your own espresso you made your own coffee you made your own like biscuits and it was so cute and these people were extremely musically inclined so they got together with all these instruments and they were singing and playing music for we were there for hours sitting there and i was so caffeinated and i was just like drinking espresso after espresso i was feeling amazing and (laughs) I don't know. It was was just one of the most like memorable experiences that I had. And like you said, and it was beautiful, such a beautiful experience. And like you said, you know, if if I had stayed in a hotel and if I was too scared to go to a hostel, I would have never found those places or done any of that stuff. It's like we Um, we were talking with Reese about kind of you have the comfort of your own private automobile or you have the rugged but social environment of like public transport it's a similar thing with with hostels i guess you know it's or like rather it's like the exact same thing like you you either get your own room and you can shut the world off there's i think there's a time for that too i mean i don't i wouldn't i certainly wouldn't want to stay at a hostel every night (laughs) but i mean you need your privacy and your and your nights uh with your own big bed and Mm. no one (laughs) no one coming in drunk but yeah i think it's important to sometimes throw yourselves in or throw yourself in. I mean, and, and opt for the, the rugged, uh, <laughs> the rugged path. I was, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, 100% agree. It's a, I think, <laughs> go ahead. You know, it, it's scary, but I think with some things, I think with most things, fear is kind of the price you pay for like admission mm-hmm. into, um, you know, just, just having a better time. And I know that, that, you know, having a, having a nice, comfortable, relaxing vacation is great. And there's, like you said, there's something to be said about that, but you know, I don't know if you want to go and and travel and, 
you know, and, and the sense of this is kind of a travel podcast and we're talking about hostels. And when you, if you go to Rome and you're, you're young, you kind of like fit the, you know, you don't have to be young to stay in a hostel, but I think most people that opt into that option are, you know, maybe he's traveling with friends or they're, they're young and they want, they want like that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're the kind of person that might do that, but you're scared uh, or you're like afraid that you won't be comfortable or you're just like nervous, then um, I think like, you know, fear is kind of the price you pay to have that, have chances at having like a better or at least more like rich memorable experience i've I've convinced a few of my friends to do it yeah dude a hundred percent it's it's like anything man it's like love you got to open yourself up become vulnerable for it to be worthwhile you have to all of the best stories come from like (laughs) oh i missed my uh, my stop on the train or you know it's those moments where you're thrown into the deep end like that are that that make for the best stories and the best the 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 best enriching experiences, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. wholeheartedly. My buddy Ramsey, he he heard all the stories. We were roommates in college for four years, and he was there for both times that I had gone to Austria, and I would come back. Um, and we were roommates, you know, throughout that entire time in Ohio. And he had never stayed in a hostel, but I would come back and I would tell him all the stories of all of the times that I, you know, all of the stories from the hostels and the travels, like those weekend trips I would take. And he was always like, man, I could never do that. Like, no way. Like, that's just like, it just sounded so insane to him. And I think in 2020, Mm -hmm. we went, we went to Los Angeles together and there was a hostel you could do. I mean, it's expensive to stay in Los Angeles. So we were like looking for the most affordable way to stay in, I think Santa Monica. And there was a Airbnb hostel and it had like 16 beds and like a single room. Yeah. And I tried to convince him. I was like, I was like, I was like, let's just do it. Like, let's just do it this way. It'll be so much cheaper. We're staying right here. It's in a really good neighborhood. Um, and I eventually convinced him and it's so funny because I mean, we had such a good experience in that hostel. I mean, the owner was like kind of crotchety, but <laughs> we ended up actually like making, there was only, I think there was like two other people that were staying in the, in the hostel at the time because it was just a weird time of the year or something. Okay. And the only other guy that we met was this guy named Danny and he was from England and he was like, he was like, I want to come in and, and I'm going to you know, I want to, I want to find like an American woman. He's like, I want to live in America. I want to come to Hollywood. I want to come to LA. I want to, and he was like, this is my dream. I'm going to come here. And he was from Bath, England. And, and we like wished him luck and he was really cool guy. And we went out and got breakfast together. And it was just funny because like literally yesterday he tagged me in an Instagram post and he tagged me and Ramsey in an Instagram post. And he said, it's so crazy that three years ago I came to the United States for the first time and met two good friends, Sean Curry and Ramsey Hijawi <laughs> and the girl of my dreams. And he's moving to the United States on that trip. He met like the love of his life and he's Whoa. getting married here and actually moving. And we were the <laughs> first people that he ever met from the United States and Get he like remembers us and <laughs> yeah, I was He's, thinking about this it. This show actually. is for him. <laughs> this, yeah. this podcast is, for, that's, I mean, that's the dream, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, God, he did it. That's so funny. Yeah. I think I remember, um, man, it's, it's true. You meet so many people just like you around the world and especially the hostel, right? The, this environment we've been talking about, it, it, attracts those sort of people i know like (laughs) i'm gonna like out myself as a hippie here or like a wannabe hippie maybe (laughs) but i'm a huge um fan of the grateful dead and i we were at this hostel in paris on that same spring break trip and 
I have a I have a picture of this for sure. Let me look. This guy at our hostel, <laughs> we were like all hanging out, and he I saw like a tattoo on his arm, and I was like, that is crazy. It's like um, like symbols of like the Grateful Dead. It's like the skeleton like dancing, and then there are these terrapins, yeah. right? These these turtles like dancing around the skeleton with like little banjos and like he was like oh yeah man <laughs> he like showed me the tattoo i took a picture <laughs> of it and like sent it to my buddies back home i was like bro look what i look what i just saw on a man's arm in the middle of like paris you know and it was at the hostel bar and i was like dude all the way out here in paris like i mean i know <laughs> i know like the grateful dead is a they're well-known band but like it was just so nuts to see a guy tatted, like inked up with some Grateful Dead stuff. Like, and we, I mean, we ended up hanging out like the whole night, I'm sure. Um, I don't remember it too well, but like, I mean, stuff like that always seemed to be happening. I mean, and people, mm-hmm. people who are going to hostels, I mean, they always had the same mentality as us on this show, like about exploring, about meeting people, about, you know getting into other cultures and and that that brings us back sort of to the our first our episode zero i think we talked about why it's called the hostel a little bit and like Mm -hmm. it being this place where different ideas come together and like and you know and people pass through and we have good conversations and it's like it's a short stay but it's a lot of fun and i mean this really Mm -hmm. reinforces that man yeah yeah, it's not just a travel podcast, I don't think. I don't think I, I intended it to be just a podcast about traveling and destinations and where to go. It was supposed to be the metaphoric hostel of like-minded people coming in the show, talking about differences and yeah the things they've experienced and their impressions on places that they've gone rather than, you know, travel tips. It's about that yeah like that kind of like rich conversation that you have when you go to a hostel it's supposed to be the the audio version of the hostel experience i think <laughs> i don't know maybe that's a little a little much but that's just the way i think about it i think it's fair and I think we're, you know, we're, we're figuring it out as we get rolling here. We'll, I'm sure we'll be having more guests on and, and, mm-hmm. um, continuing to flesh out that, that hostile vibe we're going for. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing too. I want to have guests and, and the, you never know who you're going to have on. Yeah. And I think everybody is, everybody has something important to say. I think that no matter who's, who comes through the quote unquote, the hostel, everybody has something kind of profound that they've experienced or thought or just like think based on their, you know, personal experience in life. And, um, I know that every, every podcast probably explores that a bit, but I think, um, that's supposed to be what this is all about. And it's supposed to be a, a safe place, I think. Um, I think the hostel, whenever I would stay in a hostel, as much as people are scared of them, it was kind of like the the hub where even though, yeah, it's really open and you're forced to be around of a bunch of people, it's kind of like the only place that you're really around like people that are in the same situation as you. You can always count on everyone in the hostel being in the same situation as you. And therefore it kind of like makes you feel like you have, you can, you can relax a little bit being like a foreigner being, you know, somebody who might be a little bit lost. Um, and that's why I always try to push like hostels on people when they travel is they're a little bit scary and I can't promise that you're not going to get your stuff stolen or something like that. But, you know, I think it's a, it's a good tool. It's a good thing that exists in the world. And, um, think you know people really do have they have a lot of questions about like how things go before they go in them so yeah maybe before we wrap it up we should talk a little bit about you know what you can expect if you go and actually stay in a hostel oh it's been so long for me (laughs) yeah i know 
it definitely depends, but I did now okay I'll, I'll say this in the form of a question i think i remember when you go in and you check in um i mean obviously they'll like run your id just like a hotel um and then there's at the front desk do, do they keep something as collateral is that a thing that happens maybe i'm crazy maybe no, like that they, was a specific like... one i went to <laughs> um i think that's just no, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I've had that happen. Hmm. But I maybe, know that maybe I did I have know that you usually stolen. have to. <laughs> usually have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you usually have to buzz in. They usually have the front door locked, and there's like a camera, mm-hmm. um, maybe a code or maybe an RFID. Buzz in, say that you're going to check in, and then most of the time, what happens is you'll you'll get there early, and you'll have to wait until the afternoon to get your stuff. So. You can drop your stuff off. I think every hostel I've ever been in has had like a storage room or yep. something that's at least guarded by cameras and, or at least they'll like hold it behind the counter or something like that. Like they'll, mm-hmm. they'll always let you drop your stuff off at the, at the counter or they'll have like a locker room or something like that. They'll have like a lounge or a lobby. And I think most hostels will have, um, I don't know if I'd say most hostels. I think most hostels I've been in have some form of like bar or something, but usually they don't open until like the evening or if that's just um, what it is for me. And I know that um, I think most hostels have six bed mixed dorms. They'll have, they can have all female dorms. So if you, I know a lot, a big thing is like, People, I can totally understand, um, you know, being a woman and not wanting to have to share a bedroom with strange men mm-hmm. from all over the world. Yeah. Um, but I know every hostel I've ever been in has like female only dorms and vice versa. It's like, mm-hmm. it's usually like two bed dorms, four bed dorms and six bed dorms. And then they'll have like private rooms. And yeah. depending on what country you're in, like ranges in price. I think, I think the cheapest hostel I ever stayed in was like nine dollars a night. I think wow. that was the Slovenia. I think that was the one in Slovenia. It's like yeah. nine or ten dollars a night. That makes sense. Um, I know I've my experience is a little more expensive. Not much. I mean, twenty, thirty. But that wasn't um, as far. Like Slovenia, I think was a little bit cheaper than than say like I mean like Paris, right? And Um, or like even like Berlin or something. And, um, but yeah, I mean, still it was the cheapest option around. Um, Mm -hmm. and I know you were talking a bit about privacy and, um, potentially like all, all female, uh, rooms or whatever. I know, uh, the, the shower experience, like you, you pretty much, it's pretty public. I mean, you obviously you'll get like a stall, at least in my experience, you get your own shower stall. Um, but you know, bring, yeah, bring some sandals or I think usually they'll sell them at the front bring desk sandals. <laughs> they, I yeah. think they sell them, but they're probably a little overpriced, but I mean, in a, yeah. in a pinch it'll do, they'll sell like laundry bags and, and little things like that. Maybe toothbrushes mm-hmm. um, at the front desk. Yeah. Definitely worth buying a robe. Maybe. I, I mean a robe so. that's that's pretty that's pretty big but I think yeah the most important a big thing towel. I think is like sh- shower shoes. Yeah. Yep, you don't definitely <laughs> get shower shoes. You don't want to leave your feet vulnerable to no foot no. fungus. <laughs> you want to yeah. you want to be socially vulnerable, not <laughs> Yeah. Usually they have a locker. Yeah. I think most of the time you'll have a locker in your room that's usually big enough to put a bag and you'll get like a key mm-hmm. or like a like a key tag for your locker and um yeah i think that's usually that's like the only really unique thing about it i mean most hostels i've been in you have to make your own bed but they put the bed sheets like on top of the bed so they give you fresh sheets you have to make it yourself and then after the fact you have to like take all your laundry and put it in the laundry bin yep 
just like I think just little stuff they use to make it a little bit you know cheaper yep yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, I think that's really I think the there's more to be said about the experience of living in a hostel than what a hostel is and what you can expect to get you know what you can expect staying in a hostel in terms of how comfortable is it going to be I think there's not as much to be said about it as to, you know, people like you and me who have had experience staying in lots of hostels. Um, I think there's more to be said about kind of the impression you're going to get from it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And maybe, uh, (laughs) we've like talked a little bit about it, but maybe in the, in the far future of the show, we'll, we'll, take it on the road and maybe do some interviews at a hostel uh, or something like that someday. I would love yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. I think that's something that we'll definitely do in the future. I think um, doing a hostel podcast in a hostel is something that has to be done at some point. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So done. And I think there's it. a lot more to be said about it. Oh yeah. But uh, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk about the different cities we go to and maybe, um, I think if if this is your first time listening to it and you're expecting it to be a travel podcast and I just said that it's not a travel podcast I think I think that we will have some aspects of that if if you and I do a trip together and we I think I I would like to plan to actually do a a comprehensive podcast about a specific city that we're visiting yeah. I think that that would be really good and, and maybe yeah. a, a little hostel review Mhm but until then, um, yeah, I think it's good to just kind of get out there what our impression of being in a hostel is like and what Some you're stories. probably going to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun topic. And it does, I know you said earlier, we sort of devolved into just telling our stories, but that's um that's that's the fun. If, if you go to a hostel, you listener or listeners out there, uh, you'll, you'll have your own little stories <laughs> like we have and... And you'll have uh, those those people you can call up sometime in the future and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you want the best chance in having something like that, then then yeah, go for it. Stay in a hostel and uh, face your fears. But yeah, good spot. There. I think that's probably uh, a good way to wrap up the episode. Face your fears. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, man. It was good chatting as always. Um, yeah, and- same here. See you guys next week. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Ciao.